Welcome to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I am sitting here with, and uh, we're back. We back. Episode one hundred and one. We had a big milestone. That's a milestone, right? We had a big milestone uh, in episode one hundred, and we want to take a little bit of time. Thank everybody. Um, that's been following us, supporting us, everybody that checked out the episode, um, everybody that sent words of encouragement. Um, it's really appreciated. Um, and I can't stop saying, um, but (laughs) yeah, it's really appreciated. And, uh, we, we appreciate all the love. Thanks. Shout out to everybody who said happy birthday to me on my birthday. You made me feel very special. Um, how are you, Britt? I'm alright. Good money. Yeah. How about you? Well, I'm good. I'm good. I'm kind of mad. I gotta go to work. I had the last week off. Oh, geez. So That's now cool. I gotta get acclimated back to the nine to five life. Gotta uh, give away a little. Do you bit. have Do you have Tuesday off for election day? Oh fuck no. Right. Fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. They're suppressing my vote by making me come to work. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's right. Um, did you do anything for Halloween? Nothing. Nothing as mm. usual. I, it's because my birthday's so close. Like I never got that involved in Halloween, but it does make mm. me look forward to having kids because I guess that kind of reintroduces you to the fun of Halloween. Like you get to yeah, see how much does. fun they're having. So I see all your little, all the little nuggets on my timeline. <laughs> Everybody in their little outfits. Right. I'm surprised. What, what were you? You usually doing something? Yeah, I'm surprised at the high level of participation. Um, I didn't participate this year. Mm. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I was perfectly fine with it, honestly. I mean, Halloween was on a Saturday, freaking finally. And it was also like 30 degrees. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, am I that mad that I'm not outside right now? Thanks. Not really. Um, but my son said months ago that he didn't want to go trick-or-treating because of COVID. So I was like, all right. Shit. I saw some kids out. I I'm did, like, too. Who, come, who um, house they going to? That's the thing, you know, because you don't really know who's participating and you're already just going to assume it's going to be a low participation level. So it's cold as shit. Mm. Then you're walking around and maybe getting a, a, a house per block. It's just not worth it. Um, but yeah, the kid that normally goes with my son trick or treating, he's supposed to come spend the night. So we were going to do a whole little Halloween sleepover, but he got in trouble <laughs> and couldn't come last minute. But uh, my son's fine. Um yeah, I let him buy some Fortnite shit, so he was, he was <laughs> all is well. <laughs> and yeah, I bought candies. Um, what kind of candy you I'm buy? I'm actually eating it right now. I bought a shitload of candy because I thought we were having like a whole thing. So I at first I almost spent forty dollars, okay. but I returned like twenty dollars. Yeah, I know this shit's okay. expensive. Those little variety packs are like ten dollars a pack. <laughs> So I told Shay to pick out whatever candy he wanted, and I returned the rest. <laughs> so I returned like twenty dollars worth of candy, but I got you know little Snickers, little Milky Way, little Twix. He likes Whoppers. Whoppers are disgusting. Well, those, are, those are little balls, um, right? The little malt balls. I hate those. No, things. thank you. Um, what else we got? You know, Skittles. Little... What's the wackest? Uh, what's the joint that gets dropped in the bag? You like, man. Whoppers. I hate Whoppers? them. And Kit Kats. Ew. I think it's those little corn things, a little orange stupid candy corn, candy corn my son loves candy corn and literally that's i like it too a little Ugh, bit honestly like the wackest one <laughs> it's literally just like corn syrup it is not more whack than like licorice licorice is disgusting but like tootsie roll um no that's not licorice i never really had licorice it's chewy ain't it licorice is like twizzlers yeah i don't fuck with chewy stuff you know this yeah I, I don't either. Um, so he's, <laughs> he got off me. Uh, you know this. <laughs> you know this. I know you don't like gum. I uh-uh. didn't know you didn't like chewy stuff. Nah, period. like, no, you, you know the level of chew? <laughs> the level, I never understood gum, yo. I never understood it. I can't imagine putting something. To- you get so upset when people offer you gum. You're like disgusted. <laughs> you know, like, no, like, what's oh, some real shit, though? Like, last time I tried gum, I gagged in my mouth and spit it out. It's just like chewing your spit yeah, over and like, over again. Yeah, it never really sat well with me. The most that is chew, the most chew I can get away with is like Skittles. Okay, so do you like caramel? Not really. 
yeah not enough cute. to like like who, who wants just a straight glob with caramel like i but i shit's mean weird. <laughs> i mean like what about like a snickers for i can deal instance? with a snickers like, that's pretty chewy but it has enough like yeah stuff it got enough crunch to got, break got it got the little, little nuts you in like there. milky ways i don't i'm not opposed to them but i don't really like them Okay. Uh, you know, um, Kit Kats, Kit Kats all the way, frozen, got put them in the freezer. Um, I hate those fucking uh, wafers. I did. They just remind me of those like, pink and vanilla wafers, and they just like shatter in your mouth. They taste like styrofoam. <laughs> like, I hate those things. I know the Kit Kat isn't the same as that, but it reminds Twix me of that. Twix is my thing, too. I like Twix. Twix are the jam. Um, uh, but yeah, the fucking candy corn. So I bought a $2 bag of candy corn. No, that was their And that's problem. all that child was eating. But I'm just like, I could have just bought candy corn, honestly. And he's fine. He didn't even touch the Snickers and stuff. Mm. My fat ass been eating it. And I'm like, see, this is exactly the problem. Mm. <laughs> I was like, take some of that candy your daddy house. Like, just give some to that. You ever went trick-or-treating and, and, like, the house is giving away money? Like, when I was a kid, yeah. yeah. There's this one house that always give away, like, a dollar's worth of quarters or something. We were so hyped. Yeah, I was hyped, too. Or, like, it would give, like, a $5 bill out or something or a $1 bill. It was just, like, it would be inside, like, a little baggie. Mm. What? Oh, no. This one dude used to give out a full-size candy bar. Yeah. That's right. This is this person. He would give a full-size candy bar along with money. Damn. What? I know, right? <laughs> he in the upper what 1%. Like, oh, ice he cream the, truck money. He in the 1%. <laughs> He must have been. <laughs> Saw him. Oh, man. Because, yeah, that was the bomb. Uh, but yeah, so I do. Yeah, I saw a few people out, but yeah, we didn't do nothing. Um, he was over here Friday night. We had our little Halloween. I mean, he was on fucking Fortnite. Like, I mean, I have one child and he's eleven, so it's it's kind of easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't really have to do much. Yeah. Um, and then last night he went with his dad. And yeah, I saw a few people out, but I don't know how well they fared. Yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable like trick or treating in this, or having my kids trick or treat in this time. Like, I don't know. Not with these numbers going up. Yeah, yeah, with these numbers. And I don't know. I'm just, we see a Halloween's going and, um, you know, people are having, you know, get together still and things like that because it's the holiday season and that's what we're used to doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering how bad it's going to be after Christmas because it's like Halloween is like, that's nothing compared to Thanksgiving and Christmas as far as like feeling like you need, you need to, to be, be around, around people. people. My mother already, yeah. my mother already said, nope. Like, like she's not having anybody over for, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. She's still going to cook yeah. for the immediate, mm-hmm. but right. nobody's coming over. Yeah, my, right. Uh, yeah. My mom had told me, you know, like, Hey, like if you don't want to come, like no big deal. So I'm still debating if I'm going to go or not. It's, it's literally just going to be my mom, my sister, mm. and my sister's babies. Um, so it's not like a bunch of people are coming over, but it's still just like, I don't know. Um, is it worth it? It's kind of like, is it worth it? Like, it's one thing to like go through and do it, but like the after fact, you sitting there like hoping like you didn't give it to somebody or you don't have it yeah. and all this stuff. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's worth it. I mean, it. like holidays are cool, but like whatever. It's just another day. It's you know, mm. I feel like we make these days into such big things, and it's like they're nice, but if you can't do it, it's not the end of the world. This is true. You know, it's too much importance placed on this. That's I'm like, I feel like Christmas is gonna be a really rough one. Um. My sister is due to have a baby after Christmas Jeez. anyway, so I'm just kind of like, shit, I get, I'm probably going to be going down for that, but I'm not going nowhere for Christmas for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of people people on my timeline risking it for less. Yeah. <laughs> risking right, it for right. I've seen I mean, some bumping and grinding. I've seen some, I've seen some real <laughs> dances going off, some real get-togethers. <laughs> real get-togethers. I mean, even just like restaurants and stuff. Like, I've been in a restaurant... I've been in one little diner thing. We, I was with a friend and we thought that it was like a to-go spot. Uh-huh. And it turns out it was like a sit down and we we're like starving. So I was like, fuck. So it was like two other people, two other like tables seated in there. And I think it was a max like seven. Mm. So we ate. It was just like, it's weird. And isn't it? But I see a lot. I was just like very uncomfortable. But I see a lot of people still just out to eat like it's nothing all the time. Like I just. I went out to, I went out to eat uh, earlier this week. And we went to this mm-hmm. spot where they actually took your temperature before mm-hmm. you sat down. But it was weird because it was just like, wear your mask until you get to your table and then take your mask yeah, off and, and like, you kind of. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you don't have to have a 
temp. You don't have to have a fever to be positive. Right. <laughs> so it's just like, eh, we do these little things to try to make ourselves feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I've heard about people, you know, starting to have fallouts over not wanting to participate in say Thanksgiving, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm starting to hear, you know, like people getting upset or you have one family member that's just, you know, like not really cautious at all about what's going on and just kind of berating everyone. So people out there, <laughs> if you do not feel comfortable, it is, right. it is all going to, right. <laughs> yeah. Try not to get bullied into still participating in the holidays. Isn't that crazy? Like, this is what we got to deal with right now. Like you're literally getting bullied into coming to a damn holiday. Well, together. I mean, if you're asking me, I'm, you know, I'm a little pessimistic where I think you get bullied anyway, even if it wasn't a pandemic, you get bullied into participating. Well, no, I, oh, definitely. But that's what I'm saying. But like right now, given what's going on, it's just kind of like, uh, shouldn't you have some understanding? Right, right. Like we could take off this year. I don't know how all um, these people feel so comfortable traveling, you know? Mm, I've seen a lot of people traveling mm. recently. Oh, goodness. Hopefully it's okay. over soon. But yeah, so I mean, with that, you know, with Thanksgiving also comes Christmas shopping. Yeah. So we're still waiting to see what's going to be happening with all this Black Friday stuff, how they're going to handle it. Um, of course, they should not have any Black Friday sales. They need to go and just start the <laughs> sales today. Stopped. They should have stopped those years ago. <laughs> years ago. But for sure now, I mean, they might as well start the sales right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? The shit sells out. It sells out. But when, like how long the do the sales go Not after? Like, go, go. How long are the sales mostly? Normally, I mean, each year, honestly, they've been getting earlier and earlier. Mm-hmm. But normally it's like, you know, around that week of Thanksgiving up to um, then they have Cyber Monday. But Cyber Monday's been like, oops, like the whole month. I don't know. Each year they're changing it. But I mean, they should really start with the online sales now. Yeah. When I was saying they should start with the sales, they might as well just start with the online sales now. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> that's all the that's all the consumer perspective that we're given. Yeah, they might as well do it now <laughs> because we don't participate. I know, I know, but it's like no matter what, people are gonna like, you know, they're gonna buy what they're gonna buy. And I mean, if they have like store pickup options, mm. you know what I'm saying? Things like that. I would love so to it's see not strictly shipping. Um, I would what? love to see how busy the malls actually look, like getting closer to Christmas. Like yeah, I don't want to be there, but like I definitely would like to take a snapshot to see like how many people are actually yeah. out there. Well, yeah, well, today's November 1st, and I was reading online, like, any type of, like, introspective as far as, like, this upcoming holiday shopping season, and I don't know how true this is, but they were saying, like, prices of shipping may go up beginning November 15th through January 15th because these different couriers are going to start taxing these businesses higher because of the amount of influx um, packages yeah influx they're expecting to receive given this holiday season so you know i don't know how much free shipping gonna be out there natcha so <laughs> it is like definitely if you can start shopping now like right. just get that shit done out the way if you can how, how many times you yeah how many times have you gotten to the cart and seen what the shipping charge was and it just killed the oh, entire purchase seven mm-hmm. dollars mm-hmm. all the time are you fucking kidding me yes yeah we'll see it's gonna be definitely interesting holiday but man fuck them holidays right 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 um i'm sorry if you don't got kids especially like man fuck them holidays i only care about the kids so i'll take care of seriously i'll take care of the the younger ones but these adults can kick rocks for real like stop we gotta get together for the holidays what Cut it out. <laughs> it sounds so weird saying it, like to be against it's corny. that. It's fucking corny. It is corny. It's literally for kids. But okay. All right. So um election day is coming. Dun dun dun. I'm tired of this shit. You remember like when election day would come and you would you would have some sort of closure? Whatever turmoil that was happening before. Isn't it sad we're not gonna get that? Like they're still gonna be counting stuff and you're still going go through some type of there's still still a lot of bullshit to come. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know why they keep being like, oh, Tuesday's the day. I'm like, you know what ain't the fucking day. <laughs> well, it's the day to get your ballot. <laughs> it's, it's the day to, to to finally vote. That's the last day you can vote, right? Well, they're making it sound like to, on Tuesday we're going to have a definite answer, which is if we do, it's, I mean, how? Yeah, have you seen but, that slogan? Um, like, I don't know what it is. It used to be vote or die, but now it's something like 
I don't know, vote as if your life depended on. I don't know. It's always like, yeah. like if you vote, like it's just utter turmoil if you don't do it. Oh my god! I did come across something. Um, there's what? actually a commercial, and I would play the commercial, but I don't have it queued up. That pretty much says says who you vote for is a secret. Like nobody can ever tell who you vote for. But now, whether you vote or not is public information. Mm. So now anybody can look up anybody's information. I can see if Brit voted or her entire voting history. That's nasty. I think that's very nasty. You know what? I got something in the mail actually um, a few weeks ago that showed. They were like, Brittany, you voted in like this election. They said, like, you didn't vote in this election. Ooh. You voted in this one. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse the fuck out of me. Watch it. Yeah. Like, bitch. I, so, yeah, I didn't even put that together that, you know, I don't know. I just don't like the fact that they made a commercial, a commercial about a it. commercial. Making it even more known. But that's, like, fucked up. And that seems pretty invasive. Yeah. Because it's your right to not fucking vote. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is a right. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, what? I can just go. I don't. I mean, I wonder if you can just go look up anyone. No, you can. That's how they Some made it seem. Some people are crazy. Yeah, that's how it made it seem. And I'm looking at. It, I'm like, yo, what type of like Orwellian shit is this? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. You like somebody crazy might be looking up their whole neighborhood like, and going door to door. It's very bully tactics. Tactics. Let's just say, right? Let's just say whoever that person's candidate didn't win, and they get all crazy mm. because people are crazy. Mm-hmm. And they they go through the database and take a survey of their neighborhood and they go door to door doing something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's it could definitely right. happen. And you know, this is the type of things that like I don't want to sound extreme, but like makes way for like a, a communist type of state like China or some shit like that. Mm. And I'm only saying that because like one of the main things of how China is ran is that like you snitch on your neighbors. If your neighbors are talking bad about the country, it's encouraged to keep snitching in, on your neighbors. So, like, there's a motivation mm-hmm. to, like... Sorry, opening a Snickers. <laughs> you just open the Snickers. Yeah, so <laughs> I you, was like, that was kind of loud. <laughs> keep going, what keep was going. I talking about? Communist. Yeah, so, like, America. I don't want to sound extreme, but, like, <laughs> but like this, like, self-reporting type of stuff... That's, yeah. It just like, opens what? ways to it. And the fact that it's, like, a commercial... Right. Is is nuts. They said it all casually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you can check to see if your friends your friends is voting. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like it. Not one bit. I think it's another tool for divisiveness. I think you know how they talk about like Trump delirium? You ever heard about that? Like people that just go c- completely out of control once his name is brought up <laughs> and just like get upset. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's like a little bit of like voter delirium. Fuck that it. like if somebody finds out that you're not voting, they go hey they go mm-hmm. crazy, mm-hmm. crazy, mm-hmm. Yeah. craziness. No matter who you vote for, just fucking vote. Yeah. Or my head's gonna explode. I I have it right here if you wanna play. It's like thirty seconds. Go ahead and play it. Okay. Make you turn it up. Oh god, this is like a recording. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm all talking this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Election season is here. Remember, who you vote for is secret, but whether you vote is public information. Your friends, family, and neighbors can look up your voting record. This year, whether by mail, early, or on November 3rd, be sure to make a plan to vote. And after the election, your voting record will be updated based on your participation on November 3rd. So vote on or by November 3rd. Mm. Got a little cartoon to go with it and shit. That ain't cute. I'm right. That's dangerous. It's yeah. a slippery slope out here. It's, it's weird. I just don't see why that's necessary. If like only it. to like use it as a tactic to scare people into voting. Yeah, and it's like honestly, like you had up to a certain time to register anyway. So it's like at this point. Facts. All right, Matt. We will move on for politics. Hey, everybody, try to keep a level head. Uh, on November 3rd, try to just keep it together. Uh, this is like the precipice. Don't be crying and shit. Like, <laughs> come on. People are definitely going to cry. People are definitely crying. Uh, but yeah, so try to keep a level head. Um, whatever the results may be, um, I, I feel like we will be all right. 
We should just play the Kendrick um, Lamar song. All right. It's like on. You remember how, how great that song hit after he first got elected? The We Gonna Be All Right song? Oh, yeah. We probably need to bring mm-hmm. that back. What were you about to say? Nothing. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have to be all right. Shit. Right. Right. We gonna make it. Um, <laughs> Let's just move into what's going on this week. Well, we'll start with Netflix, man. So Netflix made an announcement that uh, Dave Chappelle is the Dave Chappelle show is coming back. And they also have this show with David Letterman. It's called My Next Guest with David Letterman. And he was interviewing Dave Chappelle. And I thought to myself recently, every time I get this close to canceling Netflix, they throw Dave Chappelle at me. And I'm like, oh, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I feel like that. I know. I feel like that's the only time I watch Netflix is when like something Dave Chappelle related. Right. It's like they know me, yo. <laughs> Uh-uh-uh. Right. <laughs> Got the <to> cancel. Right. <laughs> Hurry up. Dave Chappelle button, quick. <laughs> Mm-hmm. right um but yeah so he was on this uh david letterman show and he did this full length interview i think it was about an hour long um we both got the chance to watch it and um i'm a sucker i'm a sucker for conversations about the creative process like in any field um i learned a lot about ohio itself and like it's mm-hmm. like progressive history um yeah. what do you what did you take away from it at all about that specifically but, yeah just anything anything yeah. that caught your attention i mean just because we're talking about that um that town in ohio um they said that they never held slaves in that town mm-hmm. um so it was i guess it i didn't know ohio borders kentucky is that what he was saying like, i'd be ohio forgetting border. where states are i'd be forgetting where kentucky is <laughs> <laughs> kentucky is up there um so he was just like you know one side they had slaves and then fucking kentucky you know uh, it was still allowed, so a lot of slaves ran away to Ohio. Mm. But it was kind of tricky because it was like you know it wasn't legal to be free and black <laughs> at the same time. It wasn't legal to hold slaves, so a lot of them had to like try to buy their freedom. Um, but I guess it was just always kind of like a safe, safe town for runaway slaves. Yeah, and he um, and just the fact that they never practiced slavery. There. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool that they never practiced slavery yay like, yay great decency <laughs> um <laughs> nah but like like you were just saying how like it always seems kind of safe and i thought it's interesting how he he was realizing how safe it was after he had left mm-hmm. and he kind of moved back for that reason for his children and his children never got that taste of like hollywood and what what being a a, a hollywood child is so i think that's like kind right. of a dope way to kind of protect your kids from you know the pitfalls mm-hmm. of yeah. I always wondered why he what celebrity there. brings. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I would carry it too. Fuck yeah, it. man! I want to be in the. That's woods. what he said. He likes being famous, but not like what did he say? Not a celebrity. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, he said something that kind of like stuck out to me, mm-hmm. and uh, it was when they were talking about him walking away from the show, from the yeah. Chappelle show, and like you remember like what he said it was like one of the things that kind of put the nail in the coffin for him was like when he was doing this specific skit and he had like this jigaboo <laughs> jigaboo version of himself <laughs> on his shoulder and right. some some white person in the crowd or some white person that worked there was just laughing a little too hard and he was like it was something like it was something like it's, it's different it hits different when you're actually dressed like that and you hear the laughter mm-hmm. right. right and um he had said something <laughs> Bad as shit too. I'm <laughs> but like how can you hold up, hold up nigga now for you to be laughing at but how you gonna be calm down you laughing a little but too but how hard. you gonna be tight like with with bright red lips and <laughs> like you know what I mean like you look nuts but anyway but he says something he was like you know the expense of these jokes are evil Knievel tricks tricks that I hope to land and you know it just got me thinking like comedy and like comedy in essence is like the last form of like free speech and I think mm-hmm. podcasts are kind of dipping into that as well, mm-hmm. where like I feel like in order for this society to to run, there always has to be a contrarian. Like there always has to be po- somebody poking holes in this reality and making fun of shit. Mm-hmm. So I hope we never get to a point of like where we're just censoring everything where comedy can't even exist. Yeah. Well, they said that towards the end of the interview, they were like, you know, if we all agreed on everything, like what is there to learn? Exactly. Um, and I was like, that's very true. 
because that is how you learn from differing perspectives and different experiences that people have. Mm-hmm. It's like you may not agree with it at the end of the day, but you are still learning something new. Yeah. So yeah, that is very true. You know, I thought it was interesting. I we I think we talked about it on the pod previously. I think it was one of Dave Chappelle's special that comes out that came out, and I was like, um, I always wait for him, especially like in trying times or like when something big happens. I kind of always wait for him to come out. Like I I want to hear from Dave. You know, I think a lot of people carry that same sentiment. But when asked if he considered himself a leader, he said, nope. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> he said, uh, there's no pension pension plan for leaders and leaders always die broke. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was interesting, especially now when we're seeing like um, these rappers dipping into political game. Just this past week, little Wayne met with with Trump and everybody was in an uproar about that. Mm-hmm. And. um it got me thinking about what the difference between celebrity and leadership is. And I think we confuse the two. We confuse celebrity with leadership. Like leadership qualities are not relegated to audience size. Like you can be a great leader of five people. Well, yeah, because celebrity has accessibility. It, that's, so that's why we think, yeah, mm-hmm. that automatically because they have access to all these people that they also have the knowledge or, you know, even the... um. There's a sh- the care, mm-hmm. like the ob- they, like they feel any type of obligation to anyone other than themselves, just because they're around these people. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it doesn't make you a leader. Yeah, there's a sort of sort of cachet that we place on people with a large following, mm-hmm. but we don't understand that. Like, if we just take Little Wayne, like Little Wayne made great music and amassed like a, a huge following off his music, but somehow that means mm-hmm. he's some sort of leader. Like, I heard people, like, arguing or saying, like, Lil Wayne is not a leader. Like, we know that. Like, that should even go without being said. But just because he's in a picture, he's in a picture with Trump, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think we give these people too much credit mm-hmm. as far as, like, yeah. you know, celebrity is gained. I think leadership is earned, if that makes yeah, sense. I mean, fuck Lil Wayne, but did he even say anything that he was, like, meeting with Trump for? He said something like, Saying something yeah, he good did about say like something the about that plan. dumbass platinum plan. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, shut up, little. Yeah, man. but it's like you know, you you earn trust as a leader, but like you only earn fans as celebrity, and the two shouldn't be confused. And I think that happens a lot. Like whenever these rappers jump in, like we get so scared—not us, we—but we get so scared. Like, oh my God, his platform, and he's gonna sway thousands of people to. And it's just like, yeah, bro. Like, if anybody has sense, they wouldn't be even paying attention to that shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Kanye West was on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast, which, you know, I listened to him. I listened to three hours, yo. So, so I went through it. <laughs> I went through it. Yes. It is hard yeah. to listen for Sounds three exhausting. hours. Exhausting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but all it was was like him talking about like, you know, his contribution to music, fashion and just pop culture and like how he amassed like this money. He has a real big chip on his shoulder as far as like wanting to be acknowledged to being a billionaire. Like he argues with Forbes about fuck. it, right? Who cares, right? God. But somehow, like all this in his head makes him a qualified leader. But when pressed on certain topics, like he really had no answer. Like he's all the way, he's always dabbling in the future. Like it's all mm-hmm. about these grandiose ideas that he hopes to implement in time to solve the problems that we're facing right now. But mm-hmm. you need to be trying to solve the five the problems that we're facing right now in order to get off these grandiose ideas. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, it, it's just a lot. I feel like celebrity is almost like a cheat code. Like you attain. <laughs> it is like like you attain all this status um, from what you for what you offer or provide in the form of whatever field you're in. And then since you have this audience, like you can just hijack whatever cause you deem necessary and just jump into it. And you're automatically validated at some point. You get what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Nasty. Yeah. These yeah, these is. rappers is doing too much these days. <sighs> they doing a lot. No, seriously, just sit just down. everybody's Shut jumping up. in the mix. Like nobody, no, they can't take it. I know. I'm trying to think if any other celebrity did anything ridiculous this week as far as politics are concerned. This one's not really politics, but it did remind me. Like you saw that video of the, of the ATL man getting kicked out of the restaurant for wearing Air Force Ones. Oh God, 
I knew something well, else this happened isn't... that pissed me off <laughs> well, with T.I. Yeah, this... I was just talking about his punk ass. Well, this is another reminder why you shouldn't wear Air Force Ones. I think we went over that a couple podcasts ago. At least they was white. I know, I think. <laughs> but, uh, you know, another reason, but, like, T.I. jumps in and he's talking to the manager and, like, accepts an apology on the dude's behalf and never talked to the dude. And it's just like, no one asked you to jump into this, T.I. But the T.I.'s all pissed off that everybody's saying he was wrong. I didn't hear any response from T.I. I oh, please. He sure off. did respond. Uh, yeah, he made, like he went live a few times. There's a few saved on his page. And, like, I'm glad a lot of people were coming for him. I mean, there's a lot of people defending him. Uh-huh. A lot of people were coming for him because it's like, no, fuck that. And he's like, well, every time, like, because, you know, he's basically acting like, well, I got in here and tried to help. Like, you know, I don't know why you're mad at me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, first of all, I had nothing to do with you. Second of all, fuck that restaurant. No, they should get shut down. Because he's acting like, you know, this should be a learning moment. And it's like, if you watch that full exchange between the restaurant owner, the workers, and that guy, uh-huh. F that place. Yeah. No, that they need the little racist Yelp, little black power fist. <laughs> little black like, power whatever, <laughs> whatever emblem status badge. It's a Wakanda X. Put on it's it. the Wakanda X. Because because uh-uh. I saw that I looked up they Yelp and they removed they they uh blocked you being able to leave reviews because they said they're currently under investigation for racist uh, uh what's it called allegations mm. so but yeah I thought that was pretty nasty of T.I. and the fact that he kept doubling down you know I understand if he you know whatever you did what you did but after I feel like he needs to take a step back <laughs> throw that ego in the fucking trash and realize that you're not who are you and a lot of people are saying that him and the owner are like they know each other yeah that's what i got from so it's it like no just because like you know like no that dude was very adamant and he had a few times to stop being that he's an owner mm-hmm. he immediately brushed him off did not really stop to listen to what he had to say his concerns mm-hmm. he was nasty from jump about it so it's like now you want to come back and say sorry because yeah your business is under attack and yeah you probably watched yourself and you saw how ridiculous you look now you're sorry no Mm-mm. some people gotta learn the hard way and he's another motherfucker like uh, here's Shit. the thing he had plenty of time during that video to take a step back you know what i'm saying do the right thing i think like here here like I- i'm sorry we gotta say too because in case people ain't seen this damn video so this guy and him, his wife is an attorney too so that's a whole thing mm. so um this guy was in some it's kind of like, like an upscale like sushi restaurant and i guess they have a dress code with no sneakers this guy he was dressed like nicely but he had on some all-white air forces the joints were crispy so the problem was there was also <laughs> so he was getting kicked out of the restaurant because he had on air forces air force ones so the problem was there was a white woman sitting in there with adidas on mm-hmm. there ain't no dressy adidas so they kept trying to say that his were more like basketball shoes or something. And, you know, like hers weren't like sneaker sneakers. It's, it's oh, Adidas chic. It's Adidas chic. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. All Adidas look like either a running shoe or like a regular ass sneaker. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they should have just said, you know, they could have been like, all right, sir, we're next time. You know what I'm saying? Like they had so many they opportunities. Been really, it was not that deep because that lady did have on sneakers as well. Mm-hmm. But it just kept escalating. So that's the situation we're talking about, guys, in case anyone has not seen that video. Yeah, back to T.I. Like, I'm not mad for, here's the thing, like, with with Atlanta, like, everybody in Atlanta, like, I feel like it's like a secret society type of shit mm-hmm. where, like, everybody feels indebted to protect Atlanta's image. It is a big black hub, culture hub. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at T.I. for feeling like he should do something i'm mad at ti for right. stepping in and only speaking to one party yeah yeah that's and a, not incorporate it's like he's not understanding yeah that. so that already just seems lopsided and especially if you're you're accused of having a relationship with the owner prior mm-hmm. um yeah but i mean just talk about overstepping boundaries and like the entitlement said, it takes to to do yeah, that yeah because he said something kind of like funky like you know well money should be able to speak to money you know like wouldn't you want money on your side something like that and it was like sir like "Mm, okay yeah i can't um but also i didn't include so when the guy got thrown out it was just by like the wait staff and the mater d or whatever you call them i'm not sure what you call them at a sushi restaurant but they were like escorting him out so he's outside arguing with um a few asian people 
So then the owner, some white guy, walks out. He had, like, a backpack on. Like, he was just leaving. He didn't even really know what was happening. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he kind of just walked by abruptly. And then the guy who was being thrown out was kind of like, hey, you know, like, trying you to explain owner, himself. Yeah. And the guy, yeah, and he was just like, I don't even want to hear it. You know, whatever, just kind of blowing him off. And he's just like, what the fuck? So that's how I started to get it escalated. Because the owner didn't even take time out to at least hear his concern. Mm. And, you know, they were saying, you know, a lot of black people patronize your business, you know, and the guy was just kind of like, whatever. So that's why it's like, T.I., shut up. Like, no, I don't want to hear this guy's apology now. Mm. He didn't care at all. And he and he kept t- circling back to keep arguing with this couple mm. instead of just walking away because um, he wanted to act like he was just too big to even speak with them. So the whole exchange was really nasty. Um, Coming from a business yeah. owner at that point, like you would think yeah, you'd it was be a just little real, more. Yeah, it was real nasty. Um, and then yeah, Ti wants to come on and be all like, "Well, you know, he learned his lesson." Da 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 da. And I and I accept, you know, the apology. And it's like, how the fuck do you accept an apology on behalf of someone that else? That has nothing to do with that. You. Is not fair at all. Mm. Like, yeah, you were not in that situation. You were not being yelled at and talked down to. Like, come on. I felt yeah, son. The rappers are really overstepping their boundaries. And like, I don't know, I think the audience that they've amassed kind of just makes them feel like they have to, I don't know, crusade for everything when it's just like, man, you just need to sit down. Or if you're going to get involved, just do it the right way. I'm just talking in TI space. Do it the right way. Reach out to the guy who got kicked out, please. Yeah, for real. Right. That's nuts. That's that's weird. Fucking weirdo. It really is. I accept his apology. And the fact that he still couldn't even, yeah, and the fact that he still couldn't understand how he was wrong, but people was coming for him in them comments. Them comment sections is Mm -mm. dangerous, bro. They was gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, speaking of comment sections, right? Um, Mm -hmm. The Shade Room, everybody's good old faithful Shade Room for all your gossip Mm -hmm. and celebrity needs. Um, mm-hmm. Shade Room will be blocking and deleting profiles that leave hateful comments, stating that their platform will not welcome that and you can be funny without being hateful. They continue to say that many people do not understand the power of having a destination where our community can meet and discuss the culture. It's extremely powerful and we want to keep it that way. Um, I asked the Shade Room, have they ever been in their comment section? <laughs> because <laughs> right? that is not the place where good discussion happens no. i mean the comment and that's not just for the shade room the comment section is rarely a place for good good discourse uh-huh. um yeah. but as ex- I mean, especially not like blogging pages of like course that. of course yeah. so i feel like that's a little misleading to be like this mm-hmm. is the place where we discuss the culture like no I think there's way better forms of discussing the I, culture. I was laughing because I saw somebody in the comments say, yeah, we usually say shit like this when we get hit with a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe somebody coming for them, but keep going. Uh, but all right. So to that, as expected, this led some, most notably Jordan Woods. You know who Jordan Woods is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, all right, Jordan Woods, Kylie, Kylie Jenner's ex. Yeah, to question whether the platform should take some ownership in the negativity that they spread. To which uh, the Shade Room just posted again. Um, it might have been a few days ago. They responded and said, quote, media companies are not your fan pages. We have a responsibility to our audience to post. the." F- Wait, you didn't say what she said. Do you have what she said? I didn't really write it. I don't have what she said exactly. But she kind of said she, she she gave a story and she was just kind of like, OK, that's great. And all that you guys are going to be censoring your comments. But you guys got to look at the way you post stuff, because the way the type of stories that you guys release mm-hmm. drive those types of comments. So that's pretty much what she said. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if you don't know who Jordan Woods is, she is the ex-friend. And she was also dragged like crazy with like the whole scandal she was a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, only for the, only for Khloe Kardashian to get back with. The mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's besides the fact. So mm-hmm. um, they responded to that type of sentiment, not just her, but just what people were saying. And they said media companies are not your fan pages we have responsibility to our audience to post the full picture if you are known for scandals or bad situations your media coverage will reflect that Excuse <laughs> it's all good <laughs> Sneezed. um we are not your publicists celebs need to stop blaming media for what they do to their own brands how do you feel about that shut up like that's still messy it's, it's just like you know hey don't tell we can talk shit about you if we want yeah we could be up in your business mm-hmm. don't be famous i mean it's just it's paparazzi that's literally what you it know is. and it's just like i don't know it, it's 
that's how they make their money unfortunately it's not right mm-hmm. um but a lot of people live for that shit they live for the celebrity news they want to know what's going on with all yeah. these people so are so they just filling just... They, are they filling a void not a void but, but then it's like if it, but then it's like if it if it wasn't provided would we all still survive yes <laughs> definitely um you know. i don't think they're wrong with their response but i just think it's interesting that in one statement they're acting like you know humanitarians yeah, like it's just nasty. well no in one yeah, statement like sides. yeah in one statement they're <laughs> acting like they're humanitarians that cares about like people and then in the other side like uh on the other side when it comes to like celebrity they're like no longer human beings and they're considered well, brands. It's like, yeah, exactly. They're considered brands. Like, like, yeah, and it's like they're acting like they have to report this story like it's actual vital news to our lives. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, it's our responsibility to tell the facts about Bradley, what? you are not CNN, yo. You are the shade room. Give a fuck about Jordan Woods and she got her ass out. Like, that's not... Facts. That's not anything important necessarily. Or the fact that she may be dating this person. Mm. That's not important. Mm. You know, uh, celebrities do deserve um, they do deserve to have a private life if they want to. You know, they they shouldn't be getting stalked and having to, you know, worry about their every single step. They are normal ass people. Jesus Christ. Exactly. You know, we kind of talked about this before while like Mm -hmm. very entertaining and divisive accounts that like profit off like exploitation. Like we, Mm -hmm. we see this like people that post like inflammatory things just so they like comment section can go off. Uh Um. Will they take any accountability is the question. Like, I don't think everybody needs to know, like, who has herpes. Like, you know what I mean? But that's the thing. They get more views. They get more followers. They get more whatever. They get, you know, sponsorship requests. And you know what I'm Mm. saying? Because they have the audience. So that's the main thing. They want that audience. So they're going to post the wild shit because people love scandals. Yeah. you re- <laughs> But, you know, they, they relegate it down to just scandals and stuff like that. But, like, you remember when Kobe died mm-hmm. and people were breaking the news before his family could even know. Mm-hmm. Like, do they take any responsibility for that? Like, these are individuals. Like, I, I don't know. I just. Yeah, people don't care. No, that's what I'm saying. It's just all self-serving. It's nasty out there. It is. It's nasty out here. We see these accounts, yo. This obsession with celebrity really has to stop. And then it's like all these normal ass people nowadays. It's just like, God damn, is your life that boring and pathetic that you have to keep up to date with these? What's a letter like lower than Z? (laughs) (laughs) What's a letter lower than Z? Is there one yet? Because God dang, man. I'm like, who are these people? Why do we care? I don't know. I get that it's entertaining and stuff, mm. but you know what bothers me the most? What bothers me the most is like when celebrity issues and problems are used as a snapshot to like represent all that's wrong in the culture. Mm. When when like something happens to celebrity X and since they're so large and polarizing, now it's like the consensus of everybody in the entire world. And it's just mm-hmm. like, no, you're just obsessed with celebrity, and this means a lot to you. I'm not saying it doesn't exist outside of celebrity, but I really do think like some of these things just get overhyped just due to the fact that they are so big in nature. Yeah. That's annoying. All about the money. It's all about the bread. Yeah, they're going to keep hyping it up as long as they can profit off of it. I want to hold these, some of these accounts responsible. The ones that get on my nerves are the ones that really capitalize off like the division between black people, black women and uh, black men. Well, yeah. And I mean, a lot of those accounts aren't even, you know, they have a huge American base and they're not American based pages. Are these Russian bots? People that don't <laughs> even. <laughs> no, I'm just saying they're people who don't even like they aren't even from the country, this country. Mm that are the most involved as far as like black celebrity uh, which is pretty wild too, yeah so. but even like even if it's not celebrity just posting like these very like cliche uh polarizing topics just to have people rip each other heads off in in your comment section and thinking that Man, and, and thinking that you're contributing like but hold on but just, thinking about your thinking and and doing it thinking that you're contributing to the discussion the quote-unquote discussion yeah right like these discussions ain't leading nowhere like that comment section is uh, is ridiculous i feel like they think that they are at this point because so many people post stuff like that nowadays it's so annoying it's so Uh annoying they post like not ready to have that discussion you said what not ready to have (laughs) yeah y'all ain't ready for that discussion (laughs) 
Yo, facts. But like, no, it, it's super annoying because like they'll just throw this this gross generalization out mm-hmm. that they just know people are gonna cling to, and then they know the the people that are against that generalization gonna be like, they no. And then you just it's just an ongoing war, and they're just sitting. We're all supposed to agree with the same thing. That's why it's hard you know we all have to come to one solid conclusion about everything (laughs) apparently (laughs) this way it's only this way only this way yeah i don't know i I feel like we we should have a longer discussion about that about that divisiveness i don't think we're ready for it that's the type of shit that gets you canceled i don't know it's just dumb and annoying we'd have to like save all these dumbass statements most of them are on twitter all I gotta do is scroll on Twitter for a little bit, and I'll see a bunch. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter that much, but is Twitter like that toxic of a of a environment? Like as people explain it to be, like I mean, because people just say whatever, um, which is fine. You know, you could say whatever you want, but a lot of people say things and act like that's just you know the word. It's the absolute. The absolute that's word. It. That's it. That's no it. no no discussion, no nothing. <laughs> Everybody's preaching to themselves right right <laughs> and sharing it <laughs> yeah twitter's just a bunch of talking to yourself i love those statements so, when you're like i mean it, you can find some good stuff for sure but it's it's i don't know it's a uh, twitter is very informative but at the same time it's very very toxic it's a very toxic environment but it's also very informative you know what's so funny like when people you know we get annoyed at like the cliche stuff like when are we going to talk about this or like y'all ain't ready for that conversation and like i see that when we're going to talk about this all the time and my response to that is just like i don't know when you're going to talk about it maybe you're going to talk about it when you get a therapist to talk about it about like and you're not just spewing it into the ethos of the internet yeah i mean everybody's experience is so different it's just like all these generalizations just drive me nuts um, I'm trying to think of one that's that I saw recently that pissed me off. Oh, I think I saw one and they're just like, you know, ain't nobody saying it, but you should really be talking about how, you know, these boys' moms be raising them, you know, just be causing them all these childhood traumas, you know what I'm saying? Let's really talk about how these moms be raising these boys. And I'm just like, what? Like, your childhood traumas come from both parents, regardless if they were there or not. 100%. Because each one still has a part that they play. So if your father was absent, his absence plays a part in how you are. Mm-hmm. You can't fully blame it on one parent. That's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. So I just hate those, like, general blanket statements, like, just trying to find a way to just pinpoint one thing and act like it applies to everyone. Yeah, I hate... So because you came across a guy that is up his mama's butt or something and you don't like it all of a sudden, you know, all these moms falls for the way that they raise their sons. And, of course, there are there's problems with the way that everyone raises their damn kids. Right. Because no one does it perfectly. All, all moms and dads, we all make mistakes. It is trial and you know error. No matter, is. Yeah, no matter how good of a parent you are, you're still going to do something that's going to fuck your kid up a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. Just on different levels. No, facts. <laughs> facts. I, yeah, I just hate the, I hate like, you ever, you ever get in a conversation with somebody and you're speaking over a broad topic and mm-hmm. they rebuttal with like a specific scenario that backs up their statement. Uh, I uh, feel like yeah. it's nothing but that in these comments. It sections. gets on my that gets on my fucking. Yeah, but nerves. I know. And I'm like, but I know John, John, John from the other. Like, what are you talking about? Like, your because a lot of people. I you know what now you bring to actually because a lot of people have a problem with holding on to grudges. So it's like, mm. you know, people want to hold on to these things about why. No, no, no. Because so-and-so did that to me. And it's like, okay, but if you're getting, you got to get past that and look at the mm. <laughs> overall ideal of it um, and see that it still applies. Like, mm. uh, yeah, people like to take things and apply them just to themselves and what they want to hold on to. And we got to realize that we're holding on to a lot of shit and especially like dealing with issues with your parents and things like that mm-hmm. you know it's like you can hold on to that shit all day but your parent is still a regular ass fucking person that fucks up like like we do right <laughs> so you put them up on a pedestal and you expect them to be this and be that and some of them are god bless them mm-hmm. but many of them are the same as you and me trying to figure it the fuck out and just moving right along and we all had we all grew up in different eras different times we all had different tools 
So it's like our era, we have so much accessibility and we're able to share our thoughts and, you know, bounce ideas off of each other. And Mm -hmm. we have more ways to do self-development than other generations, I feel. And I think I think part of that is the the previous gen, our parents generation. Everybody's just approving upon the generation that they came from. They saw well, what they like did and like, too. so I think it allows, I think some of the things that they've, they've paved the way kind of allows us to have that um, exposure or the tools necessary to start to just do better than them. Well, I mean, even bring it down to as simple as just like therapy, for instance, like a lot of people do not do fucking therapy. No. A lot of us, everybody needs therapy. A lot of people don't actually do it. So you could say that same about our the generation before us or whatever, or our parents' generation. A lot of them need therapy, but don't. Now, us... We need therapy, but a lot of us don't. But we still have ways where we can learn about different things as far as mental health and hear different perspectives and speak with people, even though we're not necessarily going to therapy. Mm. We are we still have access to a lot of things that are helpful as far as mental health, you know, more so than anybody else would without the Internet. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I feel like people a lot of times don't think about those types of things that actually shape how people think think and respond and what they have access to and they act like it should just be the same just like you know how we act as far as people being like well why doesn't the the kids these days you know why don't they have a house why don't aren't they having kids and da 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 and it's just like yeah because the fucking cost of living is way up high and you guys did not raise the wages you know it's like we're not living in the same era as you guys were back then where you were able to have these types of things because you know the economy was not like it is and things are just more accessible um in that you know instance so it, it each generation has things that the other of, probably of course, needs of course but we all that's why it's like you know a lot of times we all had to get some sort of understanding and be able to put yourselves in other people's shoes and see it from their perspective even if you don't agree with it or they did something that wasn't right by you mm you got to kind of put that aside to get your own healing because you want to walk around, keep holding on to that shit, man. Or what, you, what people should have, could have, would have been, please. Yeah. You know what I think <laughs> made me kind of think about it. Um, I think people, I think I've done it. Everybody grossly overestimates their experience uh, mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of everything in the world. Like their, their experience, their personal experiences, which are very large to a person, like they kind of make and shape who a person is. So I can understand why it's super inflated. But for me to think that my personal experiences are a snapshot of how everything is, is just kind of super naive. And I see a lot of that in these comment sections, as far as like, we were just talking about, like if you're getting into an argument with somebody and they bring up like a, a scenario or something that's personal to them, I can't mm-hmm. argue that that's incorrect. I know that happens, but in the grand scheme of things, the way things are being portrayed, it just seems like um, it's happening at this grand scale. Like you can't use your personal experience to justify the the. I don't even know the word for it. I think you get what I'm saying, though. Well, yeah, I think that everybody just wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be heard. Mm. Everybody wants to be seen. You know what I'm saying? But the way that they come off is just preachy and <laughs> absolute when it's just like, I want to express my idea, mm-hmm. but you still shouldn't be saying that this is how other people should think. So it's all fine if you want to share and things like that. But I feel like the way people, you know, bring it, like how the way they throw the way it across is it. just very, yeah, present it. That's where, yeah. um, is not that way. And that's why therapy is good. <laughs> so you do have somebody to talk to and bounce the shit off with. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have therapy, like a lot of us, um, you know, you, I guess people need to find better ways to communicate it. Cause people's experiences do help other people. No, they do. You I'm not, I'm yeah, saying? yeah. That's not what I was so, trying to say. But it's just, yeah, but it's, I know, but it's just the way that it's presented that needs to be changed. Not so, you know, well, because I did this, this is, you know, you're wrong. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're not wrong, but you can say, here's another perspective. Yeah. Or this is my experience with it. You know, don't invalidate somebody else's experience. Everything's like binary. We said that before. It's almost like it's either you're black, white, it's either it's either like it's left right there's no santa no more everything is divided the 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 wealth gap is divided like everything is Mm -hmm. just polar opposites and like i don't it has to swing back into gray somehow 
somehow, mm-hmm. like in all things. I'm hoping. I'm praying. Please. Please. Oh, please. <laughs> that was a nice little tangent. Oh, no. Nice go. little tangent. We can go on for days about the state of, of social media and da 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 da, what it's doing to the youth, them. <laughs> the youth, them. Uh, the state of social media. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to wrap that up, man. Uh, you have any plans this week? Well, I mean, you know, everything has been boarded up. I don't know. Um, well, you don't live in the city necessarily, but I see that D.C., they're starting to board up everything downtown. Philly, they're boarding up shit because, unfortunately, as many may have heard, we had a police. They say a police-involved shooting. We had a police murder They're so someone. good with words, um, yo. <laughs> they're so good with words. So, yeah, we've had a lot of drama centering around that. Um, I'm a little exhausted from it, so honestly, I don't even really feel like talking about it. She, and and um, she did have a lot to say on it, but we're not going to force her. To, <laughs> she did. No, you did. You did have a lot to say on it, which I think is good. But well, thanks for telling everyone that. No, no problem. Well, I'm not even about <laughs> to see, say it, but I guess see, I'm going to kind of say it. No, <laughs> I mean, I was just kind of more so annoyed because we did have some looting going on, and a lot of people were just like. Well, you know, this there's not no way to honor him and people are looting because of the what happened with the officer. It's like, no, people are fucking looting because there's an opportunity to do it. And we've learned that from the George Floyd protest that went on forever. Mm-hmm. Police were preoccupied with protests. So when the police are all preoccupied, we about to run one over on them. Mm-hmm. Um the shit went on for like two days. That was pretty much it. There's a few scattered events here and there, but I feel like the media and just whatever was putting out in the city was just being mad dramatic with it, mm-hmm. like still acting like it was going on. And it's like, it's not, um, everything kind of basically calmed down by like Wednesday, Thursday, nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. Friday, nothing really happened. Last night, nothing really happened. Just went back to our normal shootings and murders, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, they brought the National Guard here Friday, and it was just kind of like, okay. How much do you think the National Guard there being there is for that and not what's to come? Well, that's what I'm saying, because I'm like, all right, downtown didn't get hit. A lot of places that did not get hit are acting like there's a looming threat. And th- that's why I say people don't pay attention, because people are already not talking about what even happened with that man getting shot. Yeah. Like, the conversation started to die down by Wednesday. So it's a big difference from what happened in June with George Floyd because it was a constant conversation. People were constantly upset. There are still protests going on here, mm-hmm. but they've dramatically dropped down in scale. It wasn't like the first initial when you know everybody was pissed off. Um, because here, the second day of protests, a town, a uh, well, part of the city <laughs> called Port Richmond went fucking nuts and like just tore up their surrounding stores and everything like that mm-hmm. and it's mainly because the police were preoccupied with protests in west philly and it has a lot so to it's do like with people are not working they yeah, didn't even know goddamn stimulus checks out so it's like they see an opportunity to be able to pull this off, which they did have that opportunity because it's like, all right, that's what we're learning now. You know what I'm saying? And then it's also like, even though, you know, the looting was not in response necessarily or, or in what's in in the dude's name, um, in Walter Wallace's name, um, you know, we also, it still kind of is because it's like every time something happens and people are protesting, you're going to get looting with it now. Yeah, that probably is. That so probably it's is like, the norm. You, you know, it is because it's like that. Now you kind of see in the pattern of, all right, when police are all preoccupied mm-hmm. <laughs> with some shit, it's time to you cut know, up. yeah, we can we can get off on them. So, I mean, hey, but that's why I just thought it was kind of corny because I'm like, y'all are being mad dramatic. Like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Put everybody on curfew. And it's like, I mean, the, are you even paying attention to the news? Nobody's even talking about it anymore. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, you can only. I mean, a lot of people got arrested. I think like they said 200 people got arrested really? total. Yeah. So it's not like, yeah, it's not like, you know. I feel like this all happened like right before on my birthday and I was totally checked out. And like we ended up texting and you were like, yeah, it's going crazy. You said something that uh, that made me have to check my timeline and go and go. All right, what's going on? <laughs> I was out like, there? yeah, everybody's wilding. Um, yeah. But I mean, that was expected the first few days, mm-hmm. but 
you know, once the police started to get a handle on things, people aren't going to keep fucking looting like that. Like, because now, you know, they're definitely going to get caught. So nobody's that stupid. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, now everything's boarded up. I saw like on the news this morning, they were showing downtown all boarded up. and But they were like putting up boards like recently and things have already died down. So that's why I'm like, they must be doing this for the election. And the fact that they called in the National Guard all late. I'm like, I guess they're calling them in in you know anticipation of tuesday so that's why i'm wondering because then i saw dc was also boarding everything up so i'm wondering in these other major cities if that's just like what was been what that's what's been told to everyone Mm -hmm. to do and if they're they are like secretly deploying national guards out to these hot spots hot spot cities i mean it would make sense i I think i think everybody just like quietly yeah i think everybody knows the temperature man like everybody knows what's riding on this election either way it goes Something's going to happen. Did people riot when Trump won the first time? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, not to say that it's not going to happen now because we're in a totally different climate now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's done a lot since then. But now we will see. Um, I I do hope everybody stays safe out there. (sighs) Yeah, I think D.C. should be the most worried. You think so? Yeah, like that's the epicenter issue. Worry for who though? Like DC, it's no, like a I'm whole just bunch saying of niggas, as far like, as like, like, no, no, no. I'm just saying as far as like businesses like boarding up and stuff. True. I'm just like of all places, it would make sense for DC to riot. Yeah, <laughs> the most sense. But we'll see, y'all. We will see. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys on the other side <laughs> right. of election. Because right. if I hear the word vote one more time, I'm gonna choke someone. I swear you still getting the text messages? Fuck yeah! I just told like I got two of them while we were recording. I'm like, stop. Yeah, it's a bit much. Very invasive. I want to know how these you people like, want to argue. How did they get it? What did I, I sign up for without knowing? I will. I, I tried looking that <laughs> what up. What terms and, and conditions just, did I not read? Seriously, like it's just public data. I guess but. it's really not. It's really not. Like that's like fucking what's the name? Alex Yang, who was running for president. Well, what about him? That was his whole thing. The fact that, you know, these people that just sell off our fucking um, information. information. Yeah, like, it should be illegal. We had a lot of good ideas. We should, we should be able to sell our information if we want. Damn it. Right. Not you do right. it for but us. But we didn't know it. See, that's the thing. We're always a step behind. We don't, we don't know what the new, the new commodity is. Like it is. But we also just don't make a big deal. We're just like, oh, okay, I guess that's just how things are. I need Google. Or I need that's Gmail. How things are now. That's literally what it is. Like, God, I really need a Gmail account. And like you, well, yeah, I mean, it started slowly with us getting these email addresses back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're getting spam mail because they sold your email address off somewhere. And it's just progressed over time. And it's just something that we just learned to live with. We never questioned it as far as like, it's just so out of hand. Well, now it's because they know can't what control I mean, it too? anymore. It's just coming <laughs> yeah, to light. Like, it's so out of hand too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, This does it for this episode of the podcast. Episode 101 um again we appreciate all the listens please if you haven't like subscribe to whatever platform that you listen to this pod on and um share it share it if you think it's worth sharing i think it's worth sharing you think it's worth sharing brit i mean i can't say <laughs> let, let the let the audience decide. right thanks um enjoy your week brit enjoy your week we will be you back too. and we love y'all take care
Yeah. 